it's Celebration Sunday, and that God wants us to, to really center in and be excited about who we are with Him. Uh, he had put it on my heart today that, that we needed to, to uh, be happy for lack of words, and we need to be celebrating that happiness that we have in Him. Uh, Kay uh, Blanchard come in this morning, and, and this is how God is so awesome as I was back in my office working, just kind of getting things around, and she brings me in a book that talks about, basically, it's okay to laugh in church. It's okay to be happy in the Lord, and it gave some things from the book that we could, we could quote to maybe get people a little bit more excited about who they are in Christ. But I opened it up, and the very first thing I saw in there, it said, life is a shipwreck, but we must not forget to sing in the lifeboats. And that's something I think a lot of times we forget is we get to focusing on everything that's going on around us, all the, the tragedy. And boy, if you watch the news, it's easy to go from celebrating to sad. You know, if you watch some different things, it's easy to go from being happy to sad real quick. Or maybe looking at some circumstances in your own life, it may be easy to go from celebrating to sadness. But as I continue to to read this book, and again, that it's a choice. You know, when, it, when we're living in this wilderness, this life, it's a choice to be happy. And, and guys, we need to realize that today, that this life, that this earth, we're in the wilderness, if you will. And, and we're choosing whether we're going to follow Christ or whether we're going to follow this world. Just like the Israelites, that example of the Israelites in the Old Testament, you know, when they were, were following Moses and following, he was a type of Christ. But they were in the wilderness, but their goal was getting the promised land. And guys, we're living in the wilderness now, and our goal is to get in the promised land. And we do that through salvation. And that's what makes us happy. And that's what we need to hang on to is our salvation that is in Christ Jesus. Another one I thought in here and I read today was uh, in the book was, Why are frogs always happy? Because they eat what bugs them. Huh? Did you ever think about that? Maybe we need to get what bugs us and put it under our feet. You know what? Maybe we need to not be focusing on the problem and just eat what's bugged. Get it out of there. But another thing I read is attitude is everything, so might as well to pick a good one. And then flexibility or, or flexible people never get bent out of shape. And so it's a choice to be happy today. But today the Lord put a scripture on my heart to, to show us the, the, the excitement and the things that we need to be celebrating as Christians. And I'm going to read to you today from Luke 5, 18 through 26. And while you're looking that up, a lot of you are probably saying, why is he preaching right off the bat? That's not what we do. And, and today we're again Celebration Sunday. We're going to celebrate baptisms and some other things. So I want to start out by just sharing a little something with you. And so anyway, here we say in, in, in Luke 5, 18 through 26, some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof, took off some of the tiles. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd right in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to them, Young man, your sins are forgiven. 
But the Pharisees and the teachers of the religious law said to themselves, who does he think he is? That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say stand up and walk? So I will prove to you that the son of, uh, uh, so I will prove to you that the son has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, "Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home." And immediately, as everyone watched, the man jumped up, picked up his mat, and went home praising God. Everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe. They praised God, exclaiming. We have seen amazing things today. Father, we just come to you in Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you for the word that that you've given us, Lord, the word that will not come back void. And Father, we ask that you begin to just minister to us as individuals today through your word. And Father, we ask that you show us things to, to get us excited about who we are in you. Father, I know that again that that there's a lot of maybe distractions that are going on in our life now. Father, whatever those distractions may be, Father, we lift them to you now. And Father, we ask that you move in these situations. And Father, we know that when we turn things over to you, we, we can focus in on you. And so Lord, I ask that we do that now, that we're able to focus on you and your word and what you have for us today. And Father, I ask that you bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So in this reading today, we see this great healing take place. We see this great miracle take place. There's this man in verse 18 that was paralyzed and sleeping on the mat. And we see that Jesus comes in and and he walks up to the guy and he says, Your sins are forgiven. Uh, Get your mat, pick it up, and walk off. And and we saw great rejoicing going on in in this time. And so I say to you today, what would happen if we had a man in here today and we brought him up here on a mat and he's this man, you know, what I caught in the scripture is, do you notice Jesus addressed the the four people that brought him in first because he was asleep? Was this guy so out of it that he was passed out or, or was he not able to talk or communicate because of the pain? You know, we don't know what was going on here, but this man could not walk. And these boys that were his friends were so aggressive, man, they lured him down in. What if somebody came in here today that was sick, then it was down and out, and, and they needed a healing in their life? And I believe God heals. You know, what if somebody in this room was, was laid out and they couldn't even talk, they were just out of it, and we laid hands on them and said, your sins are forgiven. Rise up and walk, and they did. What would you do? You'd praise God. What else would we do? Huh? You'd dance and you'd sing. What else? We'd just celebrate. What else would we do? Go tell everybody. Man, that's what I I just, man, we got a miracle happened out here. We would tell everybody we come in contact with. Man, we wouldn't let nobody not know this miracle that took place. What else? Tell them to get out here, those needing the healing. Because you're what? You're in awe. What else would we do? Anything else? 
You'd stand there and wonder. Yeah, that's where I'd be. But but the Pharisees, they doubted. Would, would you doubt? Would you say that never happened? Would you deny the power of God in your life? Now, what did you guys say over here? It was funny. We need to, we're supposed to be laughing today. Oh, you put it on Facebook. Man, you would be in awe, wouldn't you, man? And guys, do you see the excitement and everything we're saying here today? We would freak out, man. There'd be such a move of God. This church would go from whatever it is today to 50 million overnight. People would drive for miles to come out here, wouldn't they? Because why? Guys, you know the greatest miracle that was missed that day? was when Christ said your sins were forgiven. And yeah, I've set you up because the Lord set me up. We should be doing everything that we just said because the greatest miracle is that your sins have been forgiven. If you're a believer here today, you should be doing all those things that you just said to me. Because Christ didn't say, you know, be healed and all that. He said, your sins are forgiven. Healing's just a result of your sins being forgiven. Do you guys realize that? You know, when you read 1 Peter 2.24, I always use it the flip way, but it says, who himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness. By whom stripes you are healed. So it talked about the, the true miracle that day was that our sins were forgiven and that we could live for righteousness. That's what we need to be excited about more than anything. Man, I was dying and going to hell, but now I'm going to heaven. Man, once I was a sinner, now I'm a saint. Man, we should be this excited. Everything you told me, we should be celebrating every day. We should be that excited about every day. And then, oh, by the way, I was healed. Oh, oh, by the way, God delivered me of this. Oh, oh, by the way, God gave me this beautiful wife. Oh, oh, yeah, and God also gave me these beautiful children. Oh, and God also gave me this wonderful church. Oh, but yes, God gave me this great job too. But guys, it all stems from your sins were forgiven. Your sins were forgiven. And that's what we got to get in us, guys. We're, we're in the wilderness now. We're living for the promised land, not this world. And we got to be excited about what, what God is doing. We get to be excited about what God is doing. Wednesday night, I was driving the bus at Carthage this Wednesday. And, and by the way, this Wednesday here, RPWF, Got a great sermon the Lord's give to me, and it's not the reason it's great is because it's not me, the Lord give it to me. But, but we're going to kick off our PWF this Wednesday. But, but last Wednesday night, this boy gets on the bus and never rode the bus before, and, and, and he literally comes to the bus with no shoes on, no socks on, barely just had his shirt on, and he's wearing short pants, and he's got his belt and his shoes and his socks and his coat and his hands to run to get on the bus. And he gets on the bus and he goes out to church and and he eats, and, and we go up to class, and Edith was covering for Amy that night, and, and Edith was just sharing her testimony, 
And Edith did a great job. But part of the testimony was that her daughter, if you know Edith's little daughter, she, she's just as cute as a button. But anywhere she goes, she'll just walk up to people and say, hey, Jesus loves you. She may be in Walmart, hey, Jesus loves you. You know, she's got excited about what we should be excited about. And we should be able to walk up in Lamar, Walmart and say, hey, Jesus loves you, bud. And we should be excited about who we are. And, you know, she shared that a little bit. And, and when she got done, she turned over to me and I shared a little bit. And then I finally called the altar call. And I could tell they were a little hesitant and not excited about their relationship from the Lord. Because when I had the youth stand that said, if you're a believer, God, stand to your feet. Uh, you know how we do I'm a believer. And I just looked out there and I thought, man, that was pathetic. Man, we should be excited about who we are. Well, there's five kids that didn't stand up, and one of them was Eddie. And I said, if you're here tonight and you want to accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, stand to your feet. Eddie jumped to his feet. He literally jumped to his feet. He was excited because he'd been given some hope. And we prayed, and he accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior that night. And man, that was a, his sins were forgiven. He went from sinner to saint. And man, it was a time of rejoicing. But I look at the other youth, and I'm thinking, why? Why aren't we excited? Why aren't we excited about this miracle that just took place? This miracle was even better than somebody that raised from the dead or somebody that was healed. But what the Lord's telling me is we struggle with worshiping him, him because we don't see with our physical eyes a lot of times what's going on. But a miracle, when you see somebody healed and get up and walk, you can see it with your physical eyes. And you're thinking, wow, that's a miracle. When you got a miracle in your heart every day, the believer does. But anyway, Eddie, he got on the bus and he rode home and he was excited. He was telling me that, Pastor, pray for my mom and dad. They're not saved. And pray that they'll come to church Sunday. And, and he's just really wanting them to have what he's got. He's excited and he's telling people, doing everything you guys are telling me we do if somebody's raised from the dead or, or, or raised from, or to healing. The sick are healed. The things we should be doing. He was doing for getting saved. He gets off the bus and he walks into his house and, and he gets about to the front door and he turns around and he runs back to the bus. Pastor Kent! Pastor Kent! And I stopped and said, what's going on, Eddie? And he goes, Jesus loves you. Broke my heart. Y'all try to drive the bus. You know, and you're running into stop signs and and, and all that stuff. But he got it. And the Lord has already burdened this message on me, but are we excited about who we are in Jesus Christ? We need to be. We need to be.